Okay, we're talking about entering into the rest of God. The Bible says, be still. Be still and know that I am God. So we know in this day and age, especially, there are so many things that could uh, uh, catch our attention. You know, with the iPhone, I, I mentioned earlier, today we pray, thank you iPhone, you're with me 24 hours a day, rather than, Lord, you're with me all the time, you know. So, so, uh, so there's so many uh, uh, distractions in our life. And, and many times we cannot hear God, we cannot sense the presence of God because we have not cultivated that, that uh, uh, discipline and that uh, practice of how to enter into the presence of God. So I really want to encourage everyone to keep coming. Wednesday, last Wednesday, well, it was a very, very uh, powerful time in the presence of God. I think we have the two most anointed uh, pianists uh, or organists uh, in, our, in the whole tower maybe uh, uh, playing and, and we, we really uh, sense the, the presence of God in our midst. So sometimes people are wondering, you know, when we wait before the presence of God, what do we do? You know, and they get restless. They they're not sure what's happening. So after a while, they they sort of keep looking around and hoping something will happen, but nothing happened. You see, so they 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 just don't know what to do. Okay, so what do we do when we wait in the presence of God? I mentioned that we can come. Uh, we need to unload ourselves. Uh, God is okay with that. You know, we need to be be real about where we are at this moment. So we talk to God about our situation as you have seen in, in the testimony just now. Okay, and then uh, uh, then we begin to get conscious of God rather than ourselves. When we keep looking to God, looking, uh, uh, praying to Him or calling upon His name, and we just want to focus on Him and enter into uh, uh, his presence, to be able to hear His voice. What is He speaking to me at this time? Now, just on that testimony, can you see a dialogue, a conversation is going on. She's able to hear God responding to, to the, the, the things that troubles her or, or that distract her. And, and there's a conversation going on. You know, that is what it is to enter into the presence of, of God and enter into His rest. Because when we hear Him, peace, peace comes. You know, we are still. We know He is God. When we hear Him, we know what to do. What to do next when we leave this place. Okay, so, so this is very powerful. So you can see the, the journey, the process when we enter into the presence of God. This thing will begin to happen. We are conscious of God. And then the other thing when we enter into the presence of God, this is what we want to talk about, is we are receiving from God. We are entering into the river of God. Right? Okay, so when we are just seated down there, we are not focusing, we are, we are just letting our minds wander, then of course you are just sitting down there wasting your time. But when you are seated down there, you begin to be focusing on God Himself. You know, even though there's nothing happened, but we are actually entered into the river of God. Okay, there is a river that flows from His throne. We're going to read uh, the verses uh, in that more. Uh, in, in a, in a little while. Okay, so when you are entering into the river of God, because it's the river of life, when you're in that presence, you are affected. 
you are blessed. You are receiving His life without, without knowing because, you know, you're just seated down there. Okay? But you're, you're, you're receiving His, His blessing. So let's look at the verse uh, uh, from the Scripture. Psalm 72, verse 8. Psalm 72, verse 8. He will rule from sea to sea and from the river to the ends of the earth. So how does God rule in this world? You know, His, His river just flows in to cover every area and affect every area or bring about His will into those places. So when we enter into the river of God, you know, is Jesus being king over our life now? Because He's filling our life. Okay, He's ruling by His river. Let's read another uh, verses, uh, another few verses from Psalm 46. Psalm 46 verse 4. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. Yeah, so, you see, when we are still before God, when we focus on Him, God is seated on the throne of our heart because now He's everything. So He's seated on the throne of our heart and out of that throne flows the river of God into our being initially, okay? Into our whole being. So what happened when, when God's rivers begin to flow in our life? Verse 5, God is within her. She will not fall. God will help her at break of day. Nations are in uproar. Kingdoms fall. He lifts His voice. The earth melts. And then to Revelation 22 verse 1. Revelation 22 verse 1. Then the angel showed me the river of the water of life as clear as crystal flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb. So, you see, a lot of times we do not come and enter in. We do not come because we don't realize. Okay, we don't realize the riches that we receive from the river of God when it flows into our life. Okay, uh, so that's why some people, you, despite the fact that we talk about coming on, on, on Wednesday, you know, to, to wait in the presence of God, you know, to you, you're just saying, well, so what, you know, I mean, so, what's so great about it? I hope this morning you realize, you know, that river that flows. We can talk about the blessing uh, that rivers will, will bring to us in a little while. Okay, but there is such a riches because it's a river of life flowing in us. And, and, and can you imagine how it's going to minister to us? The other reason why people do not come is because we feel that, well, I cannot receive. I am not good enough. I am not. Uh, worthy, there are things in my life well, other people, yeah they will receive, but no, I, I'm not ready wait till I'm ready Okay, but the word of God says this river is flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb of God that means this river will flow to anyone who comes to Him Whatever needs they have, whatever condition they, they are in, because it flows from the Lamb of God. 
It is the grace of God that causes this river to flow into our life. It's not because of how good we have been. And so the condition is we are to come. Nothing else. We are to come just as we are. But we come in faith. We come believing. We come receiving from the Lamb of God. So I I hope that we will not be blind or, or deceived by the enemy accusing us, condemning us, so that we would not come. The fact that we come, we are saying, God, I need you. You know, Jesus spoke to the Samaritan woman and and said, you don't know what you worship. But if you know who is the one who is asking you for water, you will come and ask of him. You will drink from him. You see, the Samaritan woman was sinful. She is not worthy. But yet Jesus is inviting her to come and drink. Because the river is flowing from the throne of the Lamb. Jesus has already paid the price. We have partake the communion. And there's nothing, nothing, not even our sin, nothing can stop us from entering in. Because Jesus has dealt with our sin. So that's why we need to come, right? Believing that the qualification is come. Come. You see, if you don't come, you can't, you can't receive, even though it's made available to you. So this morning, we come because we have needs. We come because we believe we are going to be blessed. We are going to receive. That's why we come. So when we come, how do we drink? How do we drink from the river of God? Isaiah 48, verse 18. Isaiah 48, verse 18. If only you had paid attention to my commands, your peace would have been like a river, your righteousness like the waves of the sea. If only you had paid attention to my command. So that's why when we come, we want to drink from that water. Our focus is on Him. We want, to, uh, we want to draw near to Him. We want to be one with Him. And we want to hear what He's saying, His command, what He's saying to us. That's what we are here for. Okay? Uh, uh, so when we do that, we are actually drinking in the water. Uh, because when we hear His command, we know what to do. We obey His command. And then the peace will flow like a river, right? Our righteousness uh, will, will just multiply like waves of the sea. Something happened in our life. When we focus on Him, we hear His voice, we respond to His command, you know, something takes place in our life. We are changed, we are different. So the transformation begins to take place and it continues to multiply in our life. So it's important for us to understand this. When we first come, there are times we may not receive, we may not feel we have received anything. We may not know we have received anything. Remember, we have to keep coming to refill, to refill. You know, when things have take place, when does it take place? When the cup is full. Okay, when it overflows, that's when the breakthrough comes. So when you come, initially, you can receive probably so much. 
That means a little. And as you continue to come, you pr- continue to practice of entering into your presence, maybe you're able to receive more. But as you continue and continue and continue, when it overflows, that's when breakthrough comes. So it does take time. Uh, uh, well, it, time meaning it is a process. It depends on the individual. You can come and straight away you can receive. And others, you may take some time to break through. And so, once we understand this, we will not give up. We will continue to come because this is a good thing for us to do. Okay, so we'll continue and continue because we realize we need Him. We need Him all the time. We cannot stop coming. Even if we have broken through, if we don't keep refueling, it will run dry. It will stop. Okay, so we need to keep coming. So the river, when it flows, when we are sitting in His presence, what happened? You know, Revelation 22 verse 3. No longer will there be any curse. The throne of God and of the Lamb will be in the city and His servant will serve Him. There will be no more curses. So life, Maybe some of you, you have an easy time. But I tell you, life is tough. There are a lot of experiences. There are a lot of curses that is around. You know, that, that we need God. We need God to, to intervene. We need God to come in. You know, when we sit in that river, when we drink from that river, He said, there will be no more curses. What are some of the curses that we face? What are some of the curses? You know, poverty is, is a curse. Not just financially. You know, in, in, in our life, you know, some people, we, we can have so much, but yet we are poor. It's a poverty spirit, right? That, that is a curse, right? Sickness is a curse, right? Some people, we, we seem to have a lot of ailment, a lot of, we're not well, you know, it's either this or that. Hey, it is a form of a curse. Right? Broken relationship. Somehow, it never works out. You know, we go from one relationship after another, and after another, it all ends up, you know, unhappily. It's, it's, it's a curse. So there, there are a lot of things in our life, uh, uh, some destructive ways in our life. Right, we we seem to be doing so well, but suddenly everything just collapses. Somehow there's a pattern, you know. We we, we strive, we, we 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 try our best, but just when we are about to enter into the success, things just didn't work out. You see, curses in our life, uh, uh, fear, fear is a curse. It comes from the enemy. Right? So, so there are fear that stop us from entering into, into what God has for us. We could have got in. Ay-ya. You see, it's always that. Why? Because when we could have got in, we're afraid. We're afraid we dare not get in. And then we miss the chance. We miss the opportunity. We miss the blessing. So fear is also a curse. So there are so many things in our life that, that we need God to come in and work. And so when we enter into that river, it says, there's no more curse. 
There's no more curse. So can you imagine God has prepared so much for us. But we don't know the value. We don't come. We still try our, by ourselves, by our own ways to, 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 to try and get things done. Of course we need to. But the thing is, if we just depend on ourselves, you know the result. But when God intervenes, when God comes in, you know, the multiplication of blessing and effect just, is just plain and obvious. And then another verse we, uh, uh, just now we read uh, about the river coming into the city. Let's go back to it. Okay, some uh, just now, Psalm 46 uh, verse 5 yeah, when that river flow God is within her she will not fall God will help her at daybreak okay so uh, there is protection there is protection when that river is, is flowing in our life and, and the word of God could to continue to talk about nations, the problem of nations and, 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 and what they are going through. You see, when that river is flowing in our life, we do not have to face the same uh, fate or, or as, as others. You know, things may be collapsing around us, but God says she will not fall. The city of God will not fall because the river of life is flowing in her. So something we must realize, because we're so used to the world, we, 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 we just base our assessment on uh, what we see around us. right? But when we have the river of God, we focus on God. Let us see things differently. The world may be going through some tough time and so on. We may share in part of that suffering. But we will not have the same ending like them. Okay, we will come out of it. We will not fall. That's what the word of God says. Right? So we have to lay hold of those promises. And, and, and that's why we need to keep coming. No matter how, how things are, 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 are falling all around us. But we keep holding on and say, God, your river is in my life. You're flowing in me. You're within me. Things will work out. Yes, at this moment we seem to suffer, just like them. But we will not fall. They will fall, but we will not fall. Uh, it didn't say we will not suffer at all. Uh, that would be uh, once you believe that, then you will not believe anything because you realize, hey, you know, I'm also suffering, right? Uh, so no, we will suffer so much, but we will not have the same ending because God's river will flow in to our life. And then. Revelation 22, verse 2. Down the middle of the great street of the city, on each side of the river stood the tree of life, bearing twelve crops of fruit, yielding its fruit every month, and leaves uh, of the tree uh, for the healing of the nations. So, we, we are fruitful. We are fruitful. Okay, because of the river of life. So that's what we need to see our life is. Not just ordinary, not just stagnating. But when we enter into the river of God, we are fruitful. We'll begin to bear fruit. So what we need to 
see, see is it's not complacency. It's not just a satisfaction. Nothing much happening. Everything is fine. Everything is okay. You know, we are just living comfortably. That's not what God wants. Because where the river flows, the trees will bear forth fruits and much fruits. This is what God wants. So we, we don't want to be satisfied with our life. Right? We want to see how we can really multiply, how we can really grow in the kingdom of God, in the things that God wants us to grow. Right? So we need to keep moving, keep moving. And looking to God and say, God, my life is a fruitful life. In what way can I continue to bear fruit and, and bless your kingdom? Because your river is, is within me. You see, when the river of life is flowing, Bearing fruits is natural. You don't have to strive. Right? Somehow it's, it's in you. It's in you. You will bear fruit. You don't have to strive to produce that fruit because His life is in you. You see, what we find difficult is how do I bear fruit? How do I bear fruit? There's no river inside. The river is not flowing inside. That's why we find it so difficult and that's why we are struggling and we say cannot, cannot because the river is not flowing inside. You see, when, when the river is flowing inside, you know, like this morning, thank God we are, we are doing this exercise of interacting, icebreaker and so on. You know why we need this? Because most of the time the river is not flowing. Because when the river is flowing, you are just natural. How are you? I, I have not seen you in church. Uh, what's your name? You know, uh, well, is there anything that I can help? You see, because the river is flowing. It's natural. But when the river is not flowing, then it, can, it becomes mechanical. We have to create the opportunity. Hopefully, we activate it, we practice it, and then it becomes natural. The river begins to flow. Because the resistance is broken down. You know, uh, the inhibition is broken down. And so on. So that, that, that love just flow. You know, when, when it's in you, it just flow. But when it's not in you, you see how, how struggle you are? You know, trying to do the things that... Well, but when the river is there, it's natural. Okay, so when we... Uh, this, is, this is what the river of life will do for us. You want to bless us when we enter in. And then... To, the river of life uh, transform our life. Okay? Transform our life when we drink of the river of life. So when we're in the river, what happened? What happened? Look at Revelation. Uh, we continue to read from that. that 2022. Just now we read verse 2, verse 3. Let's look at verse 4 now. They will see His face and His name will be on their foreheads. There will be no more, light, uh, no more night. There will not need the light of a lamp or the light of the sun. For the Lord God will give them light and they will reign forever and ever. They will see His face. Do you know, well we know from, from the story of Moses, we cannot see God face to face and live. No man can see God face to face and live. And yet now God is opening wide the invitation to us to come in so that, he, so that we will see Him face to face. So when we see the face of God, what does it tell us? It tells us that we're seeing the kindness of God. 
We're seeing God as He really is. Face to face. You know, God is giving us the privilege of coming into His heart to see Him in that close proximity, who He really is. So when we look into the face of God, what do we see? Some of us, we believe that we'll see fire. (laughs) So we are scared. You know, His eyes got fire. But this is not what God is saying. This God is saying, hey, when you look into my face, you see my loving kindness. You see the compassion that He has towards us. You see His, his acceptance, His love, His peace just, just coming into us in a way that others are not able to experience. We'll see Him. We'll, we'll receive revelation from Him. He will talk to us as friends, okay, as friends. Uh, when, when uh, in, in the book of Numbers, it said, the Lord make His face, number 625, the Lord make His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn His face towards you and give you peace. So you see the grace, when you see His face, the grace of God will just flow into you. The peace of God will flow into you. And so when we, be, we have that kind of face-to-face experience with God, what does, what does it uh, uh, bring to our life? What is the result when we have a face-to-face encounter with God? 1 Corinthians 13, 12. Now we see but a poor reflection as in a mirror. Then we shall see face-to-face. Now I know in part, then I shall know fully, even as I am fully Known. So when we see God face to face, something changes. We become like Him. You see, remember we talk about Elijah? Wow, in the beginning he had so much complaint. But when he experienced God, when he see God face to face, when he hear that voice, that still small voice, something changed. He doesn't talk so loud anymore. He covers himself. Humility comes, you know, and, and, and you begin to talk like God. You begin to be like God, right? Something changed in you. When you see Him, you become like Him. But when people will talk so loud, people who are so self-righteous, people will keep talking about themselves. You see this? They have not seen God. That's like they, just like Elijah, keep talking about himself. But once they see God, something changed. They become like Him. The, the one thing that we, 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 we recognize, we know, is we, we begin to truly know ourselves. You see, that's why the verse says, even as I'm fully known. Okay? Now we begin to see our real self. How God sees us. Rather than what we think. Who we are. Because when we're in the presence of God, we begin to see ourselves. Right? Uh, and... and and something else happened. Something else happened. He said, uh, let's, let's look at it. He has put a mark on our forehead, right? Uh, just now, that rest. Where is it now? Ah, Revelation 22, verse 4. They will see His face and His name will be on their foreheads. So, when we have an encounter with God, when we enter into His presence, 
We see him face to face, and、uh, we begin to know who we really are. And his mark is carved into our forehead. That means we belongs to him. The seal of ownership is is now placed on our forehead. So we know when we look at ourselves, we know we belong to him because we see that mark on our forehead. You look into the mirror, you look at yourself, you see you belongs to him. So when we see that mark on our forehead, we know we belongs to him. There comes a security entering into us. You see, so you see our life begins to change because when we are insecure, we will defend ourselves when people uh, 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 talk about us. Right, an insecure person cannot accept criticism. We can't accept criticism. But when we begin to know who we are, we are secure. We know who we are. We know who we are in Christ. So, so we can accept correction. We can, you know, continue to look at ourselves and see the things that we need to refine, that we need to change. Okay. So the the last thing is God wants to see that we. Reign with Him. That's that's the purpose of why He wants us to come into the river, so that we may reign with Him. That's the ultimate goal that God wants to see in His children's life: that we rule, we reign with Him. Okay, let's look at、uh, Revelation twenty-two verse five. The next verse: There will be no more night. They will not need the light of a lamp. Or the light of the sun, for the Lord God will give them light, and they will reign forever and ever. So, can you see what is in that river of life? Is everything we need to rule and to reign with God, and that's what it, what the presence of God has for us. And don't we want to come? Don't we want to drink from that river? So that we may rule and reign with Him, you see. A lot of times we 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 don't realize how rich is that river of life, you know, that is flowing from God's throne, and that's why we're not coming, okay. And when we come, sometimes we are not resting,、uh, so、uh, we wasted our time, we wasted the effort of being here.、Uh, so we really need to enter in so that we、uh, draw from it and we receive from it, so that we can rule and reign in life. So there shouldn't be anyone who is saying, "Oh, I don't have this. I can't、uh, because I, I I don't don't have this." You know, there's no more excuse because everything is found in the river of life, so that you can rule and reign with Him forever. Everything. Okay, so we we have to change our mindset. We have to change the language we talk. We have to change how we see things. And begins to see what the river of life that God has prepared for us, so that we can enter in, right? And then when we enter in, He said, "We don't need the lamp, or we don't need even the light of the sun, because God Himself will give them light. The light is the glory of God. We have the glory of God in us. We don't need the lamp, right? This is what the world needs." To see the light, this is what the world needs—the sunlight to shine. You know, so God has created all this. God has blessed this world with all this. But what does God wants to do when we come into the river of light,、uh, life? He wants to make us outstanding. He wants to make us outshine all this other light, 
So we are a distinguished people. People, when they look at us, they see the difference. They see something unique, something different. The world has it, we have it better. Because God Himself is the light, is the life. That's what we are aiming for. That's what we want to come in and say, God, you do something. Because we are not competing. We, we cannot compete with the world, with the world's method, with the world's resources and and. and, and Limitation. We can't. But God is going to shine on us. His glory is coming upon us so that we'll outshine all the others. Distinguish. So different. And that's what we want to, to go for. So can you see all these things we can't do? We can't do by ourselves. You know, we need to get into the river. We need to get into the flow. We need to drink from the river, draw from the river. And then we will reign with Him forever and ever. Amen. Let's stand.